hello welcome everyone my name is liz and this is my podcast where i talk about wellness politics and activism with friends leaders in the community and just other great conversationalists in this episode i am so happy and excited to have donna palmer uh, and she is just a phenomenal human being and her energy is so great. I can't wait for you to meet her. She is a, a coach, a podcaster, an author, and her life mission is to, is to live by love and it's guided by joy. And so I just can't wait to, to just delve into this. So welcome, Dane. Thank you. It's a joy to be here. It's so great meeting you. I feel, I'm so glad you said, wait, let's just stop and record because we could have just kept spinning on. I love it when I meet somebody and we're just, we just bounce off each other so easily. And, um, and I think that's, that's the authentic life, right? Oh yeah. You know, when you're, when you're just being you, which is just such a, I mean, honestly, why do we ever try to do anything else? As simple as that sounds, you know, but like, like, absolutely. Like, why, why do anything else? Um, let's start there. That's interesting. So like, yeah. why, why not just be authentic? Like, how has your authentic journey been? Yeah, you know, I mean, I certainly grew up in, in, in a world that, that, that had expectations, right? And um, at least I, I looked at everything when I was young, like, was I going to make the grade, you know, am I going to do, am I going to do something or am, um, that will make it so that I don't get love right now, right? Um, or I can't, what, what do I need to do to achieve, to um, say the right way, whatever, um, in order to, to be loved, to yeah. be approved of, to be cared about. And, you know, I grew up in a family where I never really felt like I made that mark. And, and so I became a pretender mm. and I think so many of us do even not intentionally. It's not like I was, Oh, but I tried to be what I was supposed to be, you know, and it, the bottom line was it caused suffering, right? It caused suffering and a sense of loss of self. And it, it forced me to never be able to accept life as it was coming in, in the present moment, because I was always looking at pre- trying to predict what it was going to have to be like it for the future moment to be okay. Right. You know, and anything so that I would feel okay inside. And that didn't really completely work for me. And of course I, I did the usual things where you turn to things like chemicals and, 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 uh, you know, drugs and alcohol, men, whatever, to um, try to fill up that space inside. It turns out that doesn't work. It's more of a compromise of self. And, uh, but deep within there, is there still me? Mm. You know, I'm in there when, trying to make the grade. And I'm not that person that's doing, a- acting out. I call it your avatar, you know? I'm not the avatar. I'm the one noticing that this avatar feels it needs to, um, perform in a certain way in order to be acceptable society to not be take thrown off the bus you know Mm -hmm. and and uh, and that I think that's such a crucial thing because how many of us stop and I mean we're all in there but we're not our thoughts we're not our emotions we're not the world that's coming into us Mm -hmm. we're the one noticing it Mm. you know that's our authentic self and that knows you know you can tell inside when you're when you hit on yourself because it feels yummy 
Yeah. You know, you know, you, and me, you get immediate feedback inside. I call it your yummy stat. There's this natural barometer inside that says, you know, that's a match for me. And no, that's not, you know, often we don't listen to that. Like we try and quiet it and like do the thing that is not yummy, but oh my goodness. Yes. Tell us more about that. Yeah. That's, that's the key to your authenticity, you know, and and just um, since we're on starting with this authenticity thing, I want to speak to it because, you know, if we're not being authentic, no relationship is authentic. Ooh, yes. When I'm telling you what I think you want to hear, then you're dealing with that pretend self. And no wonder I feel empty inside because I didn't bring myself to the table. Wow. You know, and, and then your pretend self is operating with my pretend self. And, and neither of us is actually getting our needs met. And, you know, when I really realized this, I started thinking, what do I have to lose? You know, I'm not really having actual relationships with people, you know, but I'm certainly betraying myself by not being true to myself. And what if I just, you know, I started running because, do I really like that? Or did I tell myself I needed to be like that? Wow. You know? mm. Is this really true for me? Or is this a story I've been telling myself to make the grade? Yeah. You know, and I started dismantling a lot of beliefs and a lot of ideas that I had that kind of um, encompassed this pretend self that didn't didn't make it anyway, you know, and mm-hmm. and dismantled those. And I what started happening is I started to really love the me inside that was doing this work on myself. You know, I dug that girl, that kind of courage, that kind of um, self-care. And I started to recognize that the love that I had, like, say, for my children mm-hmm. belonged to me. Mm-hmm. It didn't come from anyone else. That was my authentic self. I already had that love inside. And why not when I felt deficient in some way, rather than look outside myself to get someone to say, you're okay, you're doing a good job right. or something, take move inside instead access that feeling of love if i couldn't feel it immediately i could think of one of my children right and immediately i know oh yeah it's already in there i don't need to look for anywhere else and i could just let it move through my whole system Mm. breathe it into the cells of my body and remember that love is what i am that is the foundation of my being and what I have come to recognize is that it is, it is the force that moves the universe. It is the substance of creation. It is what makes life happen. We're just the ones, if we're not feeling love, it's because we're putting up resistance to what's happening. Mm. And oh it's, my. Yeah. it's my experience that life is flowing in the direction of our well-being. But we have all these preferences that we throw in the way. We say, no, I don't want it to rain today. Oh, I'm sorry, honey, but it's raining. You know? Yes. So my, I, my, who's suffering for that? Only me, because I've made a judgment against what really is. It's mm-hmm. going to go that way anyway. And life is happening how it's happening. It's not good and it's not bad. But it's excruciatingly beautiful if we just quit resisting it. It's just, it's so... Mm, so beautiful it's how we see life yeah it's not what happens it's how we see it that makes all the difference you know mm. and if I stabilize stabilize in the sense of love that I am you mm. know and I'm one of those people who I mean almost 40 years ago I made a decision to begin my day with the divine yeah and I 
I start every day that way. I do not leave the bed until I say, thank you, love, for my life. And I let my body fill with love like that. That's the foundation. That's the way I want to start my day. Why not start it that way? There's going to be enough coming in that some, some belief system or something is going to try to say, nah, you know, that I'm going to have to pause and make, decide, do I want to feel icky or yummy right now? You know? Yeah. And turn the dial toward yummy. You know, well, it's what it is. And that's always the thing that can make, makes it so that I can make a different choice. If I feel that icky feeling inside, yeah. something's running the interference with my just taking life in and letting it flow through. There's a million things that flow through in my, my life, you know, things I don't even think about. Mm -hmm. You know, it's just fine that I'm sitting in my yummy room right now. I'm not saying, oh, I wish I was somewhere else. You know what I'm saying? That I, it just flows through me, right? Mm -hmm. It just flows through me. But something could happen, you know, I could get a phone call, see a certain name on the phone and, and I'll be like, <laughs> oh, holy shit, you know? <laughs> yeah. yeah, we've all been there. Yeah, and, so, and, and that's the moment where I say, I am resisting life. It's just, it's just numbers on a telephone. I'm calling it something else. I'm telling a whole story that I've drugged from the past into my mind and I'm messing with my present moment. And the present moment's the only one I actually live in. It's the only thing you can control is that present moment. Right. And I can't do it if I'm going to think that the past is the present moment. Mm. It isn't. You know, we're so often say, oh, I don't like so-and-so. I'm using the, the number yeah. on the screen, right? Oh, I, don't, I had that icky conversation with that person or, or whatever. And we make that the reality. That's not even happening right now. That's mm -hmm. the story in our mind. There's a number on the screen, a name on the screen. That's the reality. That's a reality. And now I have a choice. And if I want to just go into, okay, I'll accept reality. I've already got an open heart. Yeah. Because I'm accepting reality. And then I can make a I can make a different choice about to take that phone call or not. Based on your current needs versus your past fears. Exactly. Exactly. That, that's kind of my philosophy of life is, you know, this one was the only one there is life is happening, how it's happening. And the, and we're, when we're not experiencing joy, which is our true nature, just watch kids. If you wonder, <laughs> you know, it's our true nature, letting, letting all of our emotions flow through what even, even kids that are upset, they let it flow through. And the next minute they're jumping around happy again, because we're meant to experience the wholeness of life mm. you know the reason we get hooked up about certain things is because when we had that little upset we didn't let it pass through mm. we maybe we were programmed as i was from a child that that it wasn't okay to get angry it wasn't okay to get to, to cry about something you know and we tell ourselves we tell ourselves a story that we've been told right and it's of course it's okay it's happening Mm -hmm. this, is, this is the key to everything. If it's happening, of course, it's okay. Quit mm -hmm. judging it. And, and it's so easy to quit judging. Just notice where that icky feeling inside is. When I'm judging, it's kind of behind my eyes here. Mm -hmm. I get this, this kind of, you know, tightness there. Yeah. And if I just notice where that tension is and soften just a little bit and, and just use my will to say, I don't want to judge right now. I'm going to let go of that judgment. I could have been wrong anyway. <laughs> it didn't feel yummy. So there's a good chance it wasn't right. It wasn't right for me. 
you know, mm-hmm. and, and then accept the moment as it is. Once I soften around that, I can just breathe it right through and go ahead and let it flow through. Even if it was something that was risen up from, you know, 10 years ago, and it, it activates that, that stuckness, mm-hmm. that's what my energy wants to flow through us. It wants to, it wants to just constantly flow through us. That's the flow of life. And, and if it has to get around all of the little blocks we put in there, I don't like this. I like this, you know, even things that we like, we cling to. Yes. Rather than just letting them flow through. Like I'll never get this again. If I don't, yes. you know, but life is giving us a gift every single moment. And when we really see it that way, we see things differently all the time. We're in the same exact environment. I see my yummy room different all the time. I'll come out of meditation. I'll, I'll look up and see one of these paintings that Lair's done, my husband hates, and on the wall. And I'll think, oh, my God, I never really noticed that. He's got my name written across the top of that little gateway. You know, like you would have missed if you weren't mindful and just in yeah. that moment. Yeah. Yeah. And when we're in conversation with people too, you know, how often do we find ourselves in conversation thinking, what what, what am I going to say next or responding to our resistance to what they're saying rather than just letting it flow through us? There's nothing wrong with what they're saying. It's never personal. Life is never personal. But it goes back to what you said about, um, I love what you you were talking about, um, in regards to like love and like we think about if I do this I'm not going to get love so like you you hide yourself or you make yourself small or you you allow that resistance to grow because you're like oh if I do that then I I won't be deserving of love I won't get love and whether that's you you know just in a friendship work relationship like it is this hiding you know so that you don't kind of get that like oh what happens if they don't like me type of feeling right it causes all this tension and this resistance so absolutely right and so we make our world really really small you know and fear controls so much of what we do Mm -hmm. we might not even call it fear but we you know it it's a hesitation at taking life fully as it comes in Mm, you know hesitation at taking life fully yeah and and so at and we just we just have to be willing to you know this is why I think I why I love the yummy philosophy because and why I developed it because I'd find myself like working with clients or something and I'd be like well does how does it feel it doesn't feel yummy okay so let's take a look at why right and 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 just notice how you feel inside because we we have everything speaking to us this is how magnificent life is. You know, it's always speaking to us. And, and, and it's as simple as does it feel yummy or icky? Mm-hmm. Because when, it's, when we're being true to ourselves, our true self always is leaning in the direction of, of joy, of our well-being, of, of love and extending love, Re- extending and, and receiving love, you know, letting the flow of, of life, the energy flow of life move through us and you know so the, the only moment we can deal with is this moment and and so I like to think in, that I leave every moment with a little gift for myself just like every moment gives me a gift I love that Donna, you know what would you say to someone if they're listening they're like well going to work every day feels icky but I have to do it I have bills to pay I have to do that and I can't find the yummy life like what would you say right. to that person that's in that yeah. level of resistance? 
Okay, I, I do get it. I, I do understand because there are things that seemingly feel like we have to do them. And we, we've all certainly, you know, been in a, in a place where we, we had to make a living, you know, and sometimes that is a, a, a job or something that we wouldn't choose if we had better circumstances, you know, but we're in the situation we're in. And so how I, how I look at that. So first off, notice the story you're telling yourself. That, that this is bad. Notice the story you're telling yourself because it it's con then you start living in the story is what happens. Right. So this present moment is a different moment than you've ever had before. So to say, I don't like my job or I have to do this job or I don't want to do this. You're running resistance against the present moment. Every time I say, I don't want this or I'd rather have that preferences can really this can really mess with us, at, you know, because because they they make our world small, right? And and so you, the place to work with yourself, it isn't that you change your circumstances. This is the, the really, I think this is important to re really look at. Our circumstances are never our problem. It's that we're bothering ourselves with our circumstances. Mm. So, it, you know, let's just say, uh, you know, I'm a, a da data entry person, right? I wouldn't make any money at it, but um, <laughs> anyway, so I just thought of something that, you know, I, I, I think I might create some resistance around. So let's say that, and, um, you know, I've got two kids, two kids to feed. So I've, I've got to make a living, you know, why am I taking this data entry job? I love my children and I want to, I want to pay, uh, provide for them. And there's always another way to look at it. Like, the second I say, I love my children and I want to provide for them, I can almost feel the gratitude that starts to rise within me that I can do it, that there is a way to do it, you know? Less about and, what you don't like and more about what gives you joy. Right. Notice the story you're telling yourself that's keeping the judgment in place and making, mm -hmm. making it feel icky. That story isn't serving you. Can I see things differently? Am I willing to let go of that story? And so let's just say I'm having that story running. I'm driving my car and I'm thinking, I'd rather, rather be doing anything else. If I'll just notice, I'm the one noticing the story, the, the thoughts that are in my head that are giving me the feeling that it's, it's like the thoughts are telling my heart to tighten up right? And not let love flow through, right? Yeah. So if I notice those that I can, the second I notice I'm telling myself a story that's making me feel icky, I, I have choice. Mm. Do I want to keep on listening to that story? Because I'm not the story. I'm not this whole drama. I'm the story tells me I'm caught up in, I can't do anything else. And it's hard to feel yummy when this is my situation. That's the story. This present moment, I've got my hands on the steering wheel, my feet, uh, right my ass in the chair and I'm driving this is my present moment it puts the power right back with you instead yeah. of giving these external things the power right your job and you will find yourself oh you go to the next job and you still have the icky feeling in the next and the next because it really was about you yeah yeah it's never the life situation it's how you cho choose to look at it and I think it's so crucial to um I wish I could remember this quote exactly but um, Einstein said that there's two ways to look at life, either as everything's a miracle or that nothing is. Mm -hmm. And he said something also like um, that it's a, you either see life as, as a benevolent universe or, or a, a random, you know, 
um, universe and he chose to look at it as benevolent and I do too and I think that if you're going to look at beliefs I, I say dismantle all of them that beliefs get in the way of just experiencing life but if you want if you want to start with one start with that it's benevolent universe and that you 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 have the choice to, to either see it as every second as a miracle. I mean, really, if we think about this, let's just even use science right now, that what it takes for this moment to happen, yes. all the molecules, all, all the energetic forces in the universe that somehow put you and me in front of each other and doing this podcast, that is a freaking miracle. What are the odds of that? One in a million, right? And, and yet it's happening and, and the, by no control of our own. Yeah. That's you know? such a gratitude perspective. Like even yeah. just thinking about it, it, it's, it really can shift your whole day. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so these are the, these are the little ways that you can, you know, when you notice that you're spinning a, a story in your head, first notice it's a story and you don't have to believe it. Mm. And then think of what a miracle it is to be in this moment and noticing that story. And you know, the bit, one of the biggest gifts when I started transforming my life was that I would notice these things and I'd do something about it. I felt so good about this girl who didn't just let my mind, right. you know, drive me crazy again or tell me stories that made me feel like a piece of shit anymore. Yeah, you know, it seems like a, oh, that's that piece of shit story, dragging it out in from childhood, and it no longer serves me. It's not real. It's not happening. And you know, one of the things I've always said to clients, and I always say to myself when that icky feeling comes up, is I ask myself two questions: Is it happening now? Mm. Because if it's not, it's not real. It's a story. And is it loving? Because if it's not, there's some kind of interference with a belief system that's getting in the way of it being loving because love is the flow of energy and that's life. I like that because it's not a denial perspective. It's about, am I bringing something from the past into my present? Because that really can cloud things, right? So yeah. like if you fell off your bike when you were five and you're just like, oh my God, all bikes are bad. I'm going to get on this bike. And like, it's like, no, right? Really looking at that situation and how is that affecting you in the present so that you can have more control. Yes, exactly. Exactly. When you said that about the bike, I was just thinking when I was little, you know, we were, I grew up terrified. My father, he was, you know, more powerful than God. And, um, <laughs> and I, he would take us out to learn how to ride a bike. And I was so scared. I couldn't stay on the bike, you know, and then I get in trouble for, you know, I wasn't paying attention, whatever he'd say to me. Finally, one night, my twin brother, Dirk, snuck into my room and said, let's take you out and teach you how to ride the bike. Yeah. And, um, and I learned how and I passed it off the next time my dad took me out, you know, but um, when I first, I, I, in my adult life, um, I, I started, I got involved with some people that were doing mountain biking and it was when mountain biking was first yeah. becoming a big thing. And at first I was just like, no, I can't do that because it had surfaced up that original. Wow. Once I passed that off, I didn't have to ever do it again, but because I've been doing work on myself, I was like, wait a minute, follow that through Danae. Don't you have another yummy experience besides that one resistance? And wow. I was able to yeah, I was able to recall, wait a minute, 
I also had this magnificent miracle experience with my twin brother, right? He was always that guy, by the way. And anyway, he still is. But um, and um, and so I called my youngest brother up, who lived nearby, and I said, "Dude, I'm I really want to um, learn to ride a mountain bike, and I I know you're doing it." So and so he came with me, and that and just kind of walked me through the and did my first few trails with me. You know, and so that I just want to bring into that piece that as we find ourselves, you know, okay, so I let go of this past story, but maybe I feel a little um, vulnerable now, right? Yeah. Because this present moment's brand new, and I've been filling it up with the past all this time. And even though the past was shitty and not necessarily feeling so great, at least it was familiar. And I, yeah. uh, Yeah. I knew myself there, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe not my true self, but the way that I I felt like I needed to mm-hmm. be, right? And but it, it I've suffered because of it, so I'm I'm making this decision to dismantle the past. Hey, y'all! Here is a quick ad before we jump into the episode. Podcasting remotely can be challenging, but it does not have to be. With Zencaster, you have a whole tool that can make remote podcasting that much easier. Zencaster is an all-in-one podcast production suite that gives you studio quality audio and video without needing all the tech-savvy know-how. It records each guest locally, then uploads the crystal clear audio and video right into the suite so you can have the high-quality raw materials that you want to work with. This works really great when my guest is talking and Preston just won't stop barking. I'm able to just cut out his barks and keep all of my guest audio. To access Zencaster and all its tools with a 30% off coupon, go to zen.ai forward slash coffee combos. That's Z-E-N dot A-I forward slash C-O-F-F-E-E. C-O-N-V-O-S and type in the promo code Coffee Combos. That's C-O-F-F-E-E-C-O-N-V-O-S for 30% off for three months. Okay, now let's jump right back into the episode. I, I love that story about how you when you recognize fear was rising back up when you wanted to try mountain biking, you know you there was that initial place that it started from that that fear place of oh no I'm going to get in trouble or it's not going to work out but then it also you, you focused on the positive memory of you had someone that was able to help you and you were able to call your brother and and reenact <laughs> that positive situation and so many times we focus on the negative situation it like imprints in our brain so loudly and it's such an effort to to focus on the positive and in your book baptized by love do, do you help us focus more on the positive absolutely absolutely after i opinion. take you yeah, after I take you down a little bit of the, the story of when I didn't, right, um, and what what happened that that um, was a critical moment, you know, one of those I can't live and I can't die moments, and um, I chose to live, mm. and, um, and I talk about how that is and how I began to dismantle 
that recognize the belief system that had been running my life and that was also making me feel like an unworthy, unlovable human being. Yeah. And and to ask the question, is that true? In this present moment, Ooh, is that does true? that story hold? Mm. Is that true? You know, and so many things I've been telling myself, I had no evidence to back it up. I really didn't, especially in measured against present time. Because the past is gone. Holding yourself hostage to the past or anyone else is only going to burden your present moment and make it impossible for you to see it clearly. Mm-hmm. And so I do talk a lot about that and how it started to blossom in my life. And funny thing, when I was, when I, the more I experienced myself as worthy, really um, from, from just letting go, you know, when I get that glitch, oh my God, I'm not, you know, what if I can't do it or they're not going to like me or, you know, all the the things that were so familiar. I couldn't believe how often I had uh, had it go through my mind. There's something wrong with me or I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I even talk about when I really recognized how much I, I, I kind of started every sentence by apologizing for myself to life. You know, I started everything out, but like I was already at a deficit like an unworthy human being, you know, mm-hmm. and until I realized that I was already doing it because I was trying to pop, trying to pay the price of admission to life. Oh yeah. Life is a given. It's, 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 it's grace to us, but life itself, if you're born here, you already deserve it, man, or you wouldn't be here. Mm-hmm. And, you know, happiness is, is an innate part of ourselves, like love, you know, how, how, how could we know to long for it when it's missing if it didn't come from us in the first place right so those are the kinds of things I talk about and the steps that I took and that I kind of guide people toward and um and wait you know little examples of how I've worked with other people with it towards you know as we get further in the book Mm -hmm. and everything and also how I went from this place of absolute despair to a life that it's absolutely um, buoyant with joy and love. And, you know, I wrap up my story because of the circumstances that became prevalent in my life at the time that I was finishing the book. And that was my husband being diagnosed with stage four cancer mm-hmm. and how we have just fell in love with the moment. Cancer's what's here, <laughs> you know? Wishing it was different, thinking it's not fair, it happened to us or whatever. Yeah. It, do, it just cheats us of the present moment where we can wrap our love around the moment and be completely involved with all of it. It's the way you look at life, not what's happening. I love and how you said wrapping look- your love around that moment. Yeah. At every moment, mm. wrap your love around it. It's what you've got, man. <laughs> I love that because I'm sure, you know, people, especially in today's society, there's so much um, tragedy and people saying, like, how can I wrap my love around? How can I be in this present moment? I don't want to be in this moment, but it can rob you of the joys that that are coming to balance out some of those hard things, whether Mm -hmm. that is more of an appreciation for you, something internal or something on the external. But I I love that about wrapping your love around it and really trying to to find the opposite of the resistance. Right. I mean, what's the downside? 
Mm. You know, you just stay miserable. (laughs) Right. So what's the downside of putting, putting, wrapping your love around it. So something's happening, you know, there's a shooting in elementary school. That's, it's, it's excruciating. The minute I say, I don't like what's happening, I've already put it in a, bo- a story box of dealing with things in my head instead of letting life move through me. That's, it's agonizing to, to feel that, but that's life. That, that agony is also um, vibrant with the love for humanity that we have. Mm, that is such a nice reframe. It's, it's about your compassion. It's about your need to connect and empathize with someone versus this world is ugly and there's such bad people, but I it's a gift to be able to have compassion and empathy on on that level that helps you to reclaim the power in a, 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 a situation that seems powerless. Yes, exactly. Exactly. And you can do that. I took that ex- extreme example because it's, it's impacted so many of us yes. and continues to these things, you know, at, because, but we do it with silliest things like the weather or somebody driving too slow on the freeway or yeah. you know, crazy little things like that. And they're just what's happening. Life is not personal. Even when it feels that agonizing, if we just go, this is what's happening. Can I wrap, wrap my love around it? Mm-hmm. Let it, let the, all of the emotions flow through me, you know, because then I'm, I'm, I don't have a story running interference with making a clear decision. If there's an action I can take mm. that action might just be a thought I have about a neighbor that I that knows that has somebody from Texas or, you know, but it, it might not come to me if I'm busy saying those assholes, you know, you're not exploring the trigger. Yeah. I love that. Before I ask my last question, any last thoughts that you would like to leave the listeners with? You know, just meant to remind, I love you. You know, I love you. I, do, I, I, I love humankind and I love you, Liz, Aww. for having this show. Same back. And, um, and inviting me to share the, the, you know, a conversation about life. And I choose into the love every single moment. And it really is the choice because love's the base nature of who you are. So, you know, you've got to question why you don't want to go there. You know, mm-hmm. what you getting out of feeling shitty, right? What do you, you know, just, just question that and be willing to forgive that shitty story. It's not true anyway. It's mm-hmm. not happening now, is it? It's not true anyway. So it's not real. It's a story in your mind. It's not, and it's causing you suffering. So forgive it let it go. See the moment for what it is. Each moment is a fresh start. I know it sounds all cliche and shit like that, but it's actually the truth. (laughs) Right. And just because, you know, whether you take it as a business perspective, you know, if if that one business deal failed, doesn't mean the next business deal will be exactly like that. If this relationship was abusive, it doesn't mean the next will, but really seeing and allowing each individual thing to be just that this individual thing and yes using the past to inform but being aware am I letting it stop me from pursuing something that really feels great um love that yeah yeah me too thank you so much um well one question before I ask my last question (laughs) where can we find you know your website more information about you where should people go well um I 
pretty much everything is on my website. The, you know, lucky enough to have this really great VA who's helping <laughs> get things squared away in a world I didn't grow up in, the digital world. So, um, but the, my website is theyummyway.com. And there you'll find my a podcast page that has my podcast, The Emmy Way Podcast. We're also on all the platforms. And you can find my books, obviously, at Amazon. But that where I'm in, you know, you, any of the major bookstores, you, you, can, you can probably find me. And, um, and independent bookstores as well. And the book is called Baptized by Love, How I Found Present Joy and Never Let It Go. And... Um, and there's a book page on my website as well, and and my media kit for any of these yummy podcasts that I'm being so gifted to get to be part of. Um, so that pretty much is the best place to find stuff. Oh, also, you know, like the links to the little social media. Little <laughs> that's all on the website. <laughs> yeah, I just think that's probably the 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 slickest way to find everything about me. Awesome. And listeners, if you missed that, it will be in the episode bio. So make sure to check that out for Donna and all of her resources. And now my, my final question um, that I like to leave with my listeners and my guest is what's in your cup? You know, what are three things that you need to brighten up your day and your week? And, and while you think of your answer, I'll, I'll give you mine. So um, really inspired by this in like an earlier conversation, um, I'm, I'm going to add self-love to my cup, just loving on myself and being grateful for myself. And um, I'm also going to add, um, I got outside today and went for a walk. Um, I was not mindful and in the present. I'm like, oh, it's at this time. And I didn't see right in front of me on my notes. Our meeting was at a, a later time. And so <laughs> instead of me judging myself, I said, I'm just going to be in this, this moment. And I'm going to use this to get outside. And so I'm going to do a little bit more of that because that felt really good. And you know what? I'm going to have me, I'm going to drink more water. I've been lax on that. So my, my cup is a little bit of, of practical and, and metaphysical. So I'm adding self-love, nature, and, and water to my cup. Um, Danae, what about you? What do you need to have? A, a I love that. <laughs> What I was thinking, what I was thinking is the first thing came up for me was gratitude, and obviously I'm completely uh, exuding it at this moment because I love having conversations about real life with people, and and um, so maybe it's already filling up a bunch of my cup, and um, and self love is where I start things, so I don't think my cup needed to be added there, but I thought of um, sunshine and fresh air, and so I'm going to take a page out of your book. And um, and head out for a, a nice walk in this in beautiful New Mexico right now. It's a, I can see the sun through the, through the windows and beautiful. Yeah, I love it. Thank you so very much for being a guest and, and sharing your love and light with us, um, listeners. Please check out the website and, and all of her resources. Um, take care, be well, and have a great rest of your day. Thank you, and you too.